Are you working hard to keep yourself limited and playing small? Is that working for you? If not, would you like to be changing that now? What if the key to activating your wealth was in the willingness to embody the abundance of possibilities you are? Would you choose it? Join in the conversation now on Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark, and receive tools and facilitation to clear the points of view that keep you stuck in limitation to begin choosing your abundance and living well right now. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in this great, big, beautiful, amazing, magical, incredible world and universe. Hello and welcome to Living Well here on A2Zen. I am Keisha Clark, your host for the next hour or so, and possibly your Living Well empowerment agent. Um, and what I'm enjoying playing with these days is just I'm a goddess of magic and possibilities. Welcome to my show. <laughs> so <laughs> come on in. We're in the chat room, actually. If you haven't landed to play with us today and you're able to, if you're listening live, oh my goodness, it's September the 23rd. And the Happy autumn. Wow. For for those of you who like get, you know, something that resembles a change of season somewhere around now. <laughs> and even if you don't, actually. And happy spring if you're in the southern hemisphere of the of the planet. So if you haven't uh if you're listening live and you haven't popped in already, please join us in the chat room if you're able. I love to see folks and have you come play in there with us. It is always a contribution. You can just look on pretty much any screen in the A to Zen website, you'll see a beautiful red bar near the top of the screen, and it has the word, amongst others, chat room. If you click on that, you can give yourself a name, any name you like. It's not an IQ test. <laughs> and come on into the chat room. Um, there's always an interesting conversation. And it is always a contribution. Um, and if you, at some point, anything is coming up for you, you or you just like want to call and say hello, <laughs> Um, you can find the call-in numbers either at the top of the screen or if you are in the chat room screen, they'll be to the left of your screen. Um, wow. And if it's your first time joining me on the show, thank you. I am greatly appreciating your willingness to, to check in and see if this like blows your hair back or floats your boat. And if it doesn't, awesome. Thanks for stopping by. And if it uh, intrigues you or creates a question mark, raises an eyebrow, hey, hang around for a bit and um, ask your questions and play with us. It is, I just, I love what we can do, what we can create when we're willing to play with subject matter or topics that um, we might otherwise not be willing to play with in general. Um, I love to have conversations that are unconventional, that are a little bit different, that are not the norm and that are not necessarily about things we typically talk about. So, um, wow, <laughs> so thank you. And it's interesting, today's topic, as I'm uh, playing with speaking to you this morning, I'm really aware of am I taking a breath, am I actually being present, um, and that is part of what we're talking today about today with the topic breath of life, kiss of death. So, wow, um, there's a lot in there, and it is only a 55-minute show, so we're not going to, you know, I don't presume to um, cover, like, the complete topic or the complete uh, listing of the topic. We're just kind of going to open up the 
the container here. And, and really, these conversations are about getting things started. Now, that's not to say that amazing things don't happen on these shows. Um, I get to see that because I'm also <laughs> in the backstage for a lot of these shows. I produce a number of them throughout the week. And amazing things can happen in a very short amount of time. We have just the most incredible group of people that we get to play with here with our hosts. And um, on all of our shows, I have seen amazing things occur. So when we're really just basically willing to ask a question and choose something <laughs> and play with that, um, really cool stuff can happen, can show up and uh, actually change in many cases. So, um, wow, breath of life, kiss of death. So do you allow yourself to get present with your breath or with your breathing <laughs> or both? <laughs> Have you ever acknowledged the magic of breathing? <laughs> Just kind of let that float around for you for a minute. <laughs> so basically, breathing is the primary requirement for our body to function, yeah? Like if you weren't breathing, would you have your body, basically? <laughs> so are you engaging your breath? Are you engaging your body, your life, your world with your breath? And what about those you admire, adore, and love when you offer a kiss? Are you kissing them as an honoring of them, as a sharing of you, or are you sucking the life out of them? <laughs> so <laughs> you don't have to answer that out loud if you don't want to. <laughs> so that's what I want to play with today is exploring the magic of breath and kisses and what we can create with both of those. Um, I, I It was kind of fun to just the, this topic just jumped up and said hey this is what this is what I want to play with you know the show was like play with this see where it goes and so of course I looked up some stuff and and I have a, an awareness of breath I've done a lot of breath work and different kinds of breath work in the work that I do um, both throughout my time as a hands-on body worker and um, facilitating as a coach uh, working with people through traumatic um, I call them releasing trauma from the body, um, which I believe the technical term, one of them is working with the somatic, um, somatics of, with the body-mind connection. And breath is a fascinating thing to me. And, and some things have come up just in the last few weeks that that's been really kind of brought into my universe and, and there's been a sort of a ping from of in my universe from the universe uh, to play with this, to really look at this. And I get that a part of it has been about as I am choosing to create more of a conscious relationship with my body, that breathing is kind of a, a kind of important. <laughs> so, so yeah, if you're not breathing, what's going on? Like Really and truly, if you're not able to draw breath, what really happens? You, you kind of get into some difficulties with your body. It, it becomes difficult to stay with your body, does it not? So breathing is one of those things that I notice we kind of largely take for granted. Just because our bodies do it, it's an autopilot function. And yet, are we really breathing? Are we really bringing in the air, bringing in the nutrient, bringing in oxygen, bringing in the essence, and then allowing our body to 
exchange the energies into exhaling. And yeah, it, it's if you've ever had difficulty breathing, for many of you who have might have deal with asthma conditions or symptoms um, or asthma flare-ups, you, you, you probably have a really good idea of that, what we're talking about. Um, any of you who've ever um, had anaphylactic shock, if you've, gone in, if you've been stung by something or bitten by something and gone into anaphylactic shock, oftentimes breathing is uh, something that is, can be cut off. It's something your, your body might stop doing or you might be in, unable to do it. It's not that your body stops doing it. It's that something changes in your body and you actually cannot draw breath. And that is a scary place to be, I will tell you. I have had, um, I actually uh, was, when I was, oh gosh, I think I was, hmm, I was under 10 years old. I think I was eight or maybe nine, if I was that old. Um, and I was, <laughs> I was at the beach and uh out into the water, and I really was not being supervised by a person who was choosing to be present with me and the other kids that were there, and I was pulled under. I got out far enough that the water was over my head, and a wave, a big wave came in and pulled me under, and I got tossed around quite a bit, and I remember everything kind of went into slow motion, and I could not breathe you know uh i'm i don't have gills i'm not aquatically adaptable or at least at that time i if i was i wasn't tapping into my ability to be so that i was aware of and it was very scary and i felt like at the time i was clawing my way on the the floor you know the floor of the ocean the 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 sand i was clawing my way toward the beach so that i could get clear of the water to draw air and it it was a very scary thing at the time. And so now, playing with the tools I play with, I <laughs> can look back and, and actually acknowledge me for the potent little creator I be <laughs> that I was and potent kind of a little bit bigger creator that I am today, um, <laughs> literally speaking, in in what did I know? You know, I knew that I had to be able to breathe. And how many of you have had an experience like that? You know, you know, it's kind of interesting to me that in moments like that, everything that is really super important, traumatic, bothering you, uh, challenging you, whatever, kind of goes away and you, you put all of your presence into the very basic requirement of I must draw breath. Ah, wow. And I perceive that there's a bit of a charge around this. Um, yeah, so everything that that's bringing up for any of you that that might be stirring some things up for, would you be willing to simply take a breath and remember where you are? You are here, right over where here is in this moment. And just let it fall easily and gently out of your body, the breath. Just exhale and remember you are here, wherever here is for you in this moment. There we go. Yeah, so I find it really fascinating um, how the breath is this this thing that many of us like very rarely acknowledge, and yet it is so. There's a potency. There's a powerfulness in our with breathing. Now, <laughs> yes, 
let's go ahead and laugh because I did look at this topic title, the wording. <laughs> and I looked at it and I thought, hmm, kiss of life, breath of death. <laughs> and I'm sure we might know people in both of those categories. <laughs> so we can have fun with reversing the words of the title. Today's topic, in case anybody was wanting to laugh at that. Um, and what if that's something that we can do in a moment that we're having trauma or that we're having weirdness or that we're maybe real recognizing that we're not breathing? What if we could bring something that makes us laugh? Because what do you do when you laugh? You have to breathe. <laughs> and have you ever laughed so hard that you can't breathe <laughs> because you are so, you you've just, You've, like, expressed all the air, and you have to just, like, draw breath because you're laughing so hard. Um, and and so that is a way that you can actually sort of, uh, oh, what's that word? Mm -hmm. Jumpstart breathing, but it's not quite literally jumpstarting it. It's just a way for you to, to work with your body to try something different to get you to a different space to actually get present with your breathing. So... <laughs> And if you are someone who might have known someone who has breath of death, um, yeah, that you know, we have the we have the breath mint industry and it does fairly well from what I'm aware of. <laughs> but that's not quite where we are in this conversation, so we'll we'll save that to come back. Um this brings up all kinds of funny cartoon images actually. <laughs> I would that would happen for me. Um so so it's really fascinating to me how breath works, you know, what the function of breath and breathing um, with our body. So now, of course, I went Googling <laughs> because it's just, you know, something I enjoy doing. And I'm I'm always curious how things are defined and, you know, we like to categorize them and have rules about them and all that kind of stuff. So when I looked at breath, um, it simply says, the air taken into or expelled from the lungs an inhalation or exhalation of air from the lungs. Hmm. Now, I found this interesting. An archaic use or uh, form of the word. Archaic, people. Okay, just archaic. Just let that word kind of, hmm, all right? The power of breathing or the power of life. That's the archaic use of the word breath. I thought that was kind of interesting. Does anybody else find that interesting? <laughs> so so basically, yes, it's the taking air into our lungs and the expelling air from our lungs. And yet it's so much more if we if we were willing to kind of play with that, how much how much do what are we really aware of with breath? Because this definition I looked at, and I was like, well, it almost makes it sound like, you know, you could just choose to not do that. <laughs> like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to bother my lungs today. They're, they're tired, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's like, huh, that's really interesting. And it's a definition. I don't expect it to be a dissertation. Um, <clears throat> so then there are all kinds of breathing um, things that we do, exercises that we do with breath and breathing. And some of you might have played with some of those. Um, when when people meditate, there's a certain way that they play with their breathing uh, in, in different kinds of meditation. There's different forms of yoga as well, um, that the breathing is, they practice different breathing patterns. 
And I think that's really cool too, that we can actually do that. And we can manipulate our breath technique, our, our breathing patterns, and it actually does bring up different things with our body or create different things with our bodies when we do that. So, so what is breath and breathing to you? And have you ever stopped to acknowledge what your breath, your, the fact that you breathe, actually creates in your life and with your body? And have you played with different ways of breathing? Have you slowed your breath down? Have you sped your breath up? And, and while all of this happens organically throughout our day, what I'm asking you is, have you, been, have you played with being conscientious about it and, and just being present with it and seeing what that creates? Yeah, and Lily's chiming in. <laughs> so, so what is breath to you? What does breathing mean to you? And would you maybe take a few moments and acknowledge your body now for the massive number of breaths it has drawn and expelled in this lifetime and how it has functioned in a way that has allowed you to be able to stay with it, to be able to continue to play with your body, to create this adventure of living that we have at our every moment of possibility. Yeah. So what if breath is, or breathing, is this beautiful interfacing of a way that we interact or engage the universe. Like, are we just breathing in specific molecules or are we breathing in everything? Right? <laughs> that moved a little bit of energy. So have you considered how you engage your environment through your breath? You bring in all of those particles of where you are and it, you actually take them into your body. And your body does these beautiful, miraculous things and somehow takes those particles, those molecules in and exhales other molecules, other particles, other energies. And the process of that allows blood to flow through your body, allows your heart to keep pumping, allows your brain to, to keep functioning. So isn't it kind of miraculous just the creation of that system, that operational system, one of many that functions that our body actually is is able to to do without our having to tell it to. <laughs> yeah. So every breath you are taking, you are actually bringing in information. And have you ever to really play with that, acknowledge that? Or have you been willing to utilize that and have your awareness of what you are, what information is coming into your body? Yeah. 
I know this is a little bit different. And it's kind of funny to me how we breathe, most of us breathe all day long, unless something specifically occurs where, you know, that that function is maybe threatened or altered in some way. And yes, when we stop breathing, we typically lose the connection or, or finish the connection with our body and we leave our body. And while we're with our bodies, what else could be available to us if we were actually utilizing our breath and our breathing for something besides just passing time? <laughs> what is What else is there for us to play with here? So... I invite you over this break we're just about to take to take a few deep breaths just at whatever, you don't have to like blow up your lungs or your shoulder blades, just draw a breath and see what you notice and allow yourself to to notice where in the body your breath goes. Does it go into your shoulders? Does it go into your thymus? Does it go into your sternum? Does it go into your belly? Do you breathe with your diaphragm? Or do you breathe with your throat? (laughs) Because that's a fascinating thing, how many of us are breathing, but breathing doesn't occur the same for every person who's doing it. Pretty much like life, but (laughs) we're talking about breath today. So, And we'll get the kisses before too long. So you are listening to Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I'm Keisha Clark, and today we are having fun with breath and kisses, and we will be right back after these messages. (laughs) Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth, and to creating greater in your life. And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body, and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world? and to like yourself a lot more. Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question, always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? 
Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent, now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions. In the U.S., 815-880-8255. In Canada, at 613-800-8736. In the U.K., at 033-0001-0625. By Skype, at a2zen.fm. Or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome forward or sideways to the next segment of Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I am Keisha Clark, and we are playing today with Breath of Life, Kiss of Death. And before the break, I was inviting you to play with your breathing and see what you notice. And thank you, Lori. Yeah, I, it's, it was kind of like when I got that, how, oh, and I love that question. I wonder how much honoring and acknowledging that gift would be to us. Yes. Beautiful. The gift of really, uh, our, our breathing, that our, what our bodies are doing with the function of breathing. Um, and in the process of breathing, the entire, process of taking breath in, exchanging the the energies and exhaling breath out is really quite magical. <laughs> and if you've not really ever played with that or if you've not maybe considered the magic of breathing other than I would say for maybe an obvious point like, you know, it it animates our bodies. It it is one of the things that helps us stay in our, with our bodies. And I won't say in our bodies. I, I, I'm going to say with our bodies. Uh, just that's kind of one of my personal interesting points of view. <clears throat> I, don't, I don't think we're in our bodies. I believe we are with our bodies. And, um, and actually just from my awareness and the way that things have shown up with uh, the work I've done over the years working with people and their bodies, um, it's more of a being with your body. And and is there a limitation that's created if we're using the phraseology that you, you're being in your body? So that is an interesting thing there. So thank you, whoever <laughs> popped that into my universe. Um, if you're if you're looking at it or if you've kind of created the your if your point of view, if you're functioning from the point of view that you are in your body, um, is that creating a limitation? And is that creating a limitation with what your body is able to show you? So perhaps if you played with a different way of being with your body, getting present with your body, rather than being in your body, um, I wonder what else could show up, what awarenesses you might have. Um, so there's different places that we breathe into. And and it's it's really crazy how we can all be breathing and yet it that doesn't automatically mean that you are receiving the the benefit, the full benefit of the breath. And so um have you ever noticed where your breath goes to when you breathe in? Are you breathing into your belly? Are you breathing into your shoulders? Um, if any of you sing or play with doing music, um, any kind of vocalization, this is one of the things that we practice within the craft of performing arts is where is your breath going in your body? 
And when you're singing, typically you desire your breath to to really fill up your belly, fill up your center, and that is part of the power of getting your voice out into the the, the space. Um, again, with yoga, there are different breathing practices in yoga, and it's about getting really clear, getting really present, getting really aware of where your breath is going when you're breathing in. And so many of us, and this was always intriguing to me as a body worker, um, I noticed how we, you know, when if you've ever been on a massage table, <laughs> um, typically a part of the process is your massage person says, and, you know, take a breath here, you know, or will you take a deep breath for me? And then on the exhale, they'll usually do a stroke or a particular maneuver. <clears throat> and it's about allowing the the muscular structure of the body, uh, it's about maneuvering certain things to create greater range of motion with the muscles or greater elasticity with the muscles. And what I found really kind of bizarre is how many people did not breathe into the center, into their body, into their belly. A lot of people actually breathe into their shoulders or into their throat. So they don't really get, um, I'll say, the benefit of the breath. It's like, it's almost as though the breath gets routed into this little sort of um, pocket area rather than allowing the breath to fill up the body. And it's really interesting what that creates. Um, some people don't draw breath pr past their throat. And it's really funky because you would think, but they're breathing. <laughs> and that doesn't necessarily mean that the breath is getting, you know, or that the body is getting to really engage that breath. And a lot of that occurs, you know, from a logistics perspective, a lot of that occurs or is created by the way we many, many, many people are doing their their work these days. A lot of people spend a lot of time at a computer. And the 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 body posture while we're at a computer, depending on what you're you know, how you're sitting, because not everybody who's at a computer is at a desk. <laughs> so that is something to be aware of in in the in your um kind of questioning into or exploring into um, this creating what you might want to create different with your body um, is what position is your body spending a great deal of time in that could be constricting the way your body is able to utilize breath. Right? So, right. Thank you, Christine. <laughs> Christine just asked, so how many of us are practicing our deep breathing and just changed our posture? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, and I catch myself, um, I often find myself in a position that I'm kind of like hunched over because I do more work on a laptop now, uh, on a desk, a little portable desk that I roll around, than I did before. Before I had a desk with two monitors and the monitors were at a certain height and I had a different office chair and blah, blah, blah. And now where I'm set up, I'm, it's, I don't, I'm typically not in an office chair. So, it's fascinating how we can be breathing but not really engaging the breath. So one of my invitations to you with this show is would you be willing to really play with how you are breathing and where your breath is going when you're breathing in? 
Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Your body would be really, really grateful. <laughs> and the other place that you might notice, and of course, if any of you who know me, you know it's likely in a conversation with me that the topic of sex will come up. And that's another place where I notice um, a lot of people stop breathing. And not because I am monitoring people having sex, <laughs> just in case anybody had an interesting mental image. Um, just from my awareness of working with people and the way that I work with people, um, when your breath stops in your throat or when your breath stops in your shoulders, how much of your body can you engage in any other way, right? So, so if you were willing to play with what, where are you placing your body? Where are you asking your body to work physiologically? Where are you asking your body to be when it's doing the work you're asking it to do? You know, and that could be a range of things. You know, if you're in construction, are you wearing good shoes? Are you wearing things that, that offer your body different levels of support, different ways of being supported to facilitate your body's ability to function with more ease to do the task you're asking your body to do. And if you're not, would you maybe just not make yourself wrong for that? <laughs> and just maybe, if you wanted to just maybe have a little bit of an awareness of where you're not allowing that to happen, and then you can choose, okay, how do I want to support my body today? How do I want to, you know, what posture support do I desire or require? What would you like to have body? Would you like a different chair? Would you like to work on a, a big ball? You know, I love my big, I have a big um, workout ball that is, it doubles as my office chair oftentimes because I like the variety of, of positions that I get to work with when I'm on the, the ball. <laughs> that's funny to say I'm on the ball <laughs> or in a chair. So, um, so that's something to just bring into your awareness and, and or bring more into your awareness is what posture are you spending a great deal of time in and is that something that is allowing your body to truly take in breath, truly be engaging your environment or is your pattern of breathing being restricted based on the posture you're choosing to spend a great deal of your time in? And if you're in an office environment and you can't really, you know, accommodate the space in the way that you would love to do it, what if you incorporated um, a, a walk around the, the building once or twice a day? And you don't have to go outside because, you know, if you're in Texas, your makeup would fall off on the first trip. <laughs> so <laughs> if you wear makeup. Um, and what if you just kind of like took the stairs a couple of floors or you walked around your, depending on what kind of office you're in, you know, if you walked around that that particular floor or maybe walk down to the vending machines and back up or walk down to the, uh, depending on, again, what kind of building, you know, to the HR desk or to the reception desk of the building and, like, you know, say hi to some people and then walk back up. And and what could you do with your breathing while you were walking? And then how many of you, how many of us, <laughs> when we're talking, we we just, like, stop breathing now, that's a really interesting thing because I've done this. Like you, you start talking and you like 
inhale, 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 and you keep trying to talk, but you're not exhaling. <laughs> and so you're basically choking yourself while you're trying to talk or speak. And that, that doesn't really go well, I find. And, and at the beginning of today's show, I was aware that as I was talking, like my pace, my speed was picking up, and I was drawing breath, but I wasn't really exhaling. And I was, it's kind of like we try to say 500,000 things on the one breath, and that just doesn't really work. <laughs> so if you're not willing to exhale, which is pretty important as well, you don't give your body that chance to move the breath outward to release what you know the carbon dioxide the the particles and, and the molecules that are ready to go and that can create another type of constriction so another place that i know this shows up for a lot of us is uh, when you're in a situation where you're having a conversation that could be difficult or uh, for a lot of people when they're in a situation that that intimacy is a part of it, and they stop breathing. <laughs> they just kind of hold their breath. And and I've done this myself. I've noticed that there are certain times that I just sort of hold my breath, and it's like, hello, my body reminds me, sweetie, I kind of need to move some oxygen here. So <laughs> otherwise, you, if you've ever passed out, that's, that, that's not a pleasant experience either. Um, it's, it's fascinating uh, that we do this to me. It's like, it's, I don't know, it, there's something about that we can actually manipulate our breath consciously or unconsciously. Um, like we can be doing that at, in the way that we're being present with our bodies, but we can also be unconsciously manipulating our breath in by sort of allowing ourselves to get caught up or swept up in a moment where we we don't, we, we we opt out of being present, I think is what I'm trying to say. We opt out of being present with our bodies. And it's really interesting what that creates. Um, for any of you who've played with pleasuring, whether that's your body or a partner's body, um, have you noticed that the breathing patterns organically change depending on where the body goes with pleasure? and where people are with regard to uh, reaching moments of climax, the breathing changes. And so isn't it interesting that our bodies have these capacities? Our bodies do these things. Our bodies actually move energy very differently and very differently throughout different situations that we're in. And isn't it fascinating that we don't have to tell it to do this, one. <laughs> and what else could be available for us to choose more of or choose to change if we were willing to be present, acknowledge, and allow that information to be more up in our universe, to really, to really show itself to us? Yeah. So, of course... That brings us to kissing. <laughs> um, what is it when we kiss? What happens to our breathing when we kiss? So what goes on for you? And, and when you're about to be engaging in kissing is a time that a lot of people stop breathing. Right? Have you ever done that? 
And another interesting thing I find about kissing is, well, there's lots of interesting things about kissing, but I also find it kind of interesting that a kiss is a form or can be a form of that energy engagement and exchange. And it's it's really kind of intriguing how we can be offering something with our kiss or we can be taking something with our kiss. So let's talk more about kisses <laughs> when we come back from break. And over the break, I invite you to continue getting, you know, or being, if you so choose, present with your breath, with your breathing, what's going on, and what, what occurs for you with your breathing in different, when you're thinking about different things, when, when you're experiencing different energies, and just, just kind of see what you notice if anything. So you're listening to Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I'm Keisha Clark, and I will see you, or at least talk to you, on the other side of this break. We'll be right back. (laughs) Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. Hey everybody, this is Dr. Dane here, and I would like to invite you to an adventure in being. I've just written and finished a new book known as Being You, Changing the World. Are you one of those dreamers? One of those people who's always known that other possibilities should be available but haven't yet been able to see them be created? Well, I wrote this book for you. In it, you'll find tools, processes, and unique perspectives to change the things you've always wanted to change but didn't know how. In it, you'll find an invitation to a different possibility for a way that we can be in this world that changes not only our lives, but by being us, allows us to contribute to changing everything planet-wide that doesn't work. Are you aware that truly great people, truly being them, is the only thing that has ever created a great change on this planet? Are you willing to step up? Are you willing to be one? Check out a copy of my new book, Being You, Changing the World. I invite you to go to beingyoubook.com for a free gift. How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent, now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions. In the U.S., 815-880-8255. In Canada, at 613-800-8736. In the U.K., at 033-0001-0625. By Skype, at a2zen.fm, or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com now back to our show (laughs) welcome to the next segment of living well here on a2zen.fm i am keisha clark and we're going to talk about kisses (laughs) and kissing and oh my goodness so i find it kind of funny that um if you actually like 
enter the word kiss on, you know, if you go to Google it or look it up, <clears throat> and you don't put the word definition behind the word kiss, um, it actually brings up the rock band. <laughs> I think that's really hilarious. <laughs> so, um, that's just, I don't know why, but that's funny to me. And I was actually, uh, I, I remember that rock band. They were doing quite well in my, uh, <laughs> in my high school year. So, um, Wow, so I looked up the word kiss. Of course I would do that. And as a verb, it says to touch with the lips as a sign of love, sexual desire, reverence, or greeting. And as a noun, it says a touch with the lips in kissing. Now that's kind of funny uh, to me. I don't know if it is to anybody else, but it's a little funny. So again, it's like it, it's got the, the definition is really sort of kind of um, not really indicative of you know what what a kiss could be what a kiss can be for us for our bodies um so i just think that's kind of something funny so what is a kiss to you what does kissing mean to you and what does it mean when you kiss someone and are there very specific conditions that you will allow yourself to kiss or be kissed in and do you reject kissing in all other possibilities or all other different ways? And do you only allow kissing to happen on your lips or do you allow kisses to be all over your body? Yeah. Isn't it interesting? So this breathing and the offering of a kiss is... Um, I I can't say that I had a real sense of putting those together before this topic came up. And as I've played with the energy of the topic, um, there's something very interesting um, about the breathing and, and breathing that essence. Um, you know, I think, oh, I can't, I don't think I'm going to say the right culture. Uh, so just the word prana uh, in um it's, I don't think it's Hindus, and I don't think it's the Buddhists, and I can't remember it right at this moment. So anywhere I'm creating craziness for that, let that go. Uh, anyway, the word prana is one of the the applications of for drawing in the breath. The the breath, the life force energy is prana, and when we breathe, we draw that in, and we actually build that up. And so when you when you offer a kiss, um, are you offering an essence? Are you offering a kiss as a gift? as a contribution? Or is kissing something that is actually a way you're, you are trying to take something rather than receive the energy of the person you're greeting or the energy of your lover? Because I love how kisses do not have to mean uh, something sexual, something intimate, something specifically with relationship, like primary relationship. <clears throat> or have you made it mean that? And isn't it interesting, uh, if you have, that you would relegate the possibility of of sharing that essence, that you would restrict it to only be allowed or only be something you're willing to explore in uh, a love relationship, in an intimate relationship? Yes, Lily's chiming in. So when you kiss, what is it that you are actually um, 
offering? What is it that you're actually desiring to create with your kiss? Now, in tandem to this, um, if, if it, something else that's kind of coming up is when we do um, mouth-to-mouth resuscitation, CPR. Uh, it, it's a part of CPR. Um, we literally breathe into someone's body as a part of uh, working to reanimate their body, to get breath started, to jumpstart the heart and get their body to draw breath again. So again, not that we're, I'm not going to make a big deal out of the mouth-to-mouth part, you know, uh, in terms of like, is that, well, you know, maybe I'll just ask you, is that one of the ways that if we weren't really narrowing a definition of KISS, is that a way that we offer the life force energy we be and that we are moving, that we offer that? In the case of CPR in particular, um, that we're offering breath, life force energy to the person we're performing CPR on. So with kissing, what goes on for you when you kiss? When you receive a kiss or when you offer a kiss, is it something that's generative for you? Um, Or is it something that you just kind of do because you think you have to do it as a part of a certain thing that happens with bodies? Yeah, I love that, Christine. There's a level of connection that is like no other. Yes, yes. And that is something we can create with just kisses. And so... I think it's really kind of beautiful that with kisses we have a way that we can offer this exchange with those we love and adore. And when you're functioning or able to function from plenty, when you're able to function from that having really been willing to and been in the practice of drawing full breath and nourishing your body, there's a there's a contribution you can be through your kisses, as I mean, through your whole life, but we're talking about kissing. There's a contribution you can be through your kisses. And when you are not choosing to um, create or, or receive or have that nutrition, that sustenance for you, is it possible that you're actually being a vampire with your kisses? <laughs> or being an energetic vampire otherwise, right? So this is really something I simply wanted to kind of just drop a pebble into your universe and invite you to play with. And there's so much more here to explore, and and I don't really get that it's really important, as I say with air quotes, uh, that we do that in this show. I really would like for you to play with this for you and see what comes up for you with your body. And if nothing else, just being present with your breath, just being getting present with your breathing can change a great deal. So would you be willing to play with breathing this week? Would you be willing to be taking a moment every so often and just really put your attention on your breathing and notice what goes on? as you're just giving yourself that moment or two or three or five to really draw breath consciously 
and notice what you take in and notice what occurs for you mentally. And notice then, like within a few minutes, if you choose that, within a few minutes from, from doing that, what shows up in your life? So are you willing to breathe the essence of everything into you and allow it to contribute to you? And are you willing to exhale that which no longer serves you? And are you willing to engage your whole body in the breath and the breathing? And are you willing to share that? Are you willing to allow that to contribute to you and to others? <laughs> and it's kind of funny, this topic landed when it did. Um, I am now inviting you to play with me in other ways. And one of the ways uh, that I love to would love to have you come play with me and my sister goddess, Rhonda Burns, who is also a host here on A2Zen, we have a show that we host together on Tuesdays at noon Eastern time called Sexually Speaking. And this coming Tuesday, the 27th of September, um, we will be playing with Jen Halterman and we will be talking about sex is like oxygen. <laughs> so it's funny how breath work came up on today's topic and then next week on the Sexually Speaking show, we're going to talk about another form of nutrient and oxygen and uh, it just so happens it's about sex so we have all kinds of unconventional conversations to unfuck your life on sexually speaking and we just basically have a really good time celebrating all things sex and the sex of everything um, so if you want to sign up for that you can get on the guest list that means you'll get the link to join us live each week and you only have to sign up once the link to do that will be on the replay page here so just scroll down and click um, if you want to find me on Facebook you can find me at well with Keisha and ask any questions, submit any requests for topics, um, or let me know if something's going on for you and if you require or desire work beyond what we do on the shows or conversation beyond what we do on the shows. I, I am thrilled and honored to get to work with people to change things, to, to bring things up for them to to bring awareness or to really just empower them to have more of their awareness, empower you to have more of your awareness, and and see what that creates. Um, yeah. So this week, my friends, will you allow breath to fill you up? Will you allow yourselves to share the essence of you with the world? And would you be willing to embody the abundance of possibilities you be <laughs> and the universe could be through you. Have a great week, everybody. We'll see you next week here on Living Well. I adore you. Thank you, friends. Thank you for listening in today to Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark. You are invited to join us every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. In the meantime, what would it take for you to be choosing more of the abundance and prosperousness of you and living well with total ease.